Welcome to the P4C Podcast. We are excited to reshare with you the last 13 years of teaching through God's Word at Passion for Christ Summit. Each week, the P4C Podcast delivers rich truths for your life, and we know you will be blessed. Our current series is from P4C 2021, Scripture, the Ultimate Authority. We now join our speaker for the conclusion of last week's message. We hope you are encouraged and challenged. All of this leads us to my third and final point. We've spoken of the source of Scripture. It comes from God Himself, as though He had spoken it on over His own vocal cords. The sufficiency of Scripture. And then third, the success of Scripture. It is profitable that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. We spoke earlier of success books. There are any number of success speakers and books out there. And I've read some of those. I have some on my shelf. You may be surprised to know. More stuff on leadership rather than success. But there were one or two of those mingled in there. There are guys who, and women who get up in their cool clothes and talk to you of how you can be successful. And I'm not going to say you can't get anything from these people. You know, they can have things to say. But something or someone is successful when it or she accomplishes the purpose for which they are intended. Nothing can claim success like God's Word. If you look at Isaiah chapter 55, no more clear statement in Scripture of the success of Scripture and the assured success of Scripture. As we see in Isaiah 55, uh, verses 10 to 12. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, So you've never seen rain or snow go up. It always comes down, right? It doesn't return there, but waters the earth and make it bring forth bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. There's the imagery again of God speaking of the word coming from his mouth. It shall not return to me void or useless or I think we could say unsuccessful, not accomplishing the intended purpose. But it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. This is a promise of both Old and New Testament that the Word of God accomplishes that for which God has given it. That is a sure thing. The promise of the success of Scripture is made to young Pastor Timothy, and I must confess, as a pastor many years ago, Uh, that I leaned heavily on this kind of promise. It has a twofold application. The success of Scripture is promised first in the life and ministry of God's pastor. And that's the specific application of this promise, of this uh, assertion that the Bible will do what God means for it to do in order that the man of God may be complete and thoroughly equipped for every good work. No man is sufficient 
for pastoral ministry. And you should remember that as you sit yourself, and I trust you do sit yourself under the pastoral ministry of one or more pastors, elders, who teach you the word, who bring, who come alongside, counsel you. This is where you should be. If you're not there, put yourself there. Find a place, the most faithful place you can find, and pray for your pastors that they will be faithful because no man is sufficient for these things. He needs strength and resources beyond and greater than his own. That's the promise of this verse. That using this resource, this word that comes from the mouth of God and is sufficient for these things, you are insufficient. The man of God is insufficient. He has the sufficient word of God to accomplish what they can, he cannot. That's the promise. The man of God is able to meet the demands of ministry because this word meets the demands and needs of his own life. And you should pray for your pastors in that regard that they will apply the word of God to themselves, that they will be faithful to the word in their personal lives, in their family lives, that they will love their wives as Christ loves the church and raise up their children to the discipline and instruction of the Lord, that they will be faithful in the pulpit, faithful in the class, faithful in their counseling. This should be your prayer. Cry out to God for your pastors. He ministers out of the overflow of an overflowing, inexhaustible fountain of life-giving and life-changing truth that is the Word of God. This is good stuff. Grab onto this at this early age. I say, as an old guy, when I was your age and younger, I was raised in a Christian family. Thank the Lord. My dad took us to church. He was involved in the church. He supported his pastor. He was usually the pastor's best friend because he supported the work of the ministry. And he wanted a man who faithfully taught the word, preached the word. And may I take a, a moment personal moment to say something to the two men who will minister to you this week. One is a lay pastor. The other, vocational associate pastor. Dear brothers, it may seem at times that there is little or no fruit. You pray, preach, teach, and counsel. You warn, exhort, and sometimes feel as Christ did when many left after He taught them something very important. And then he asked, will you go also? And some will. Yep, sure will. I'll go somewhere else. If they go because the word of God is faithfully taught and that's the sufficient supply that is given to the needs, then so be it. It may be so. Brothers, be assured afresh that what you already know in your hearts that the purpose of God is being accomplished. It is happening. Your ministry of the word in the lives of others is not in vain in the Lord. And to the rest, I say, after that aside, Be faithful in praying for your pastors, that they will be faithful ministers of the word, and that they will rest on the promises, on this promise. So, 
the Word of God is success in the life and ministry of God's pastor. But as an extension of that, I believe implied here, especially based on other passages, it is a success in the life and ministry of God's people, all of God's people. That the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's the last phrase I want to focus on. The man of God has promised that he will be completely equipped for every good work. And what is that good work? It is described for us in Ephesians 4.12. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. God may not have called you to be a minister, but he has called you, all of you, to minister. The ministry of the church is meant to equip you, first, for your own spiritual growth and maturity, then that you may minister to the church and the world. You know, you may minister to the church. May it be so. And the world. Christian, sometimes it may seem that you're not making the progress you think you should. Uh, maybe you've never felt that way. I'm 67 years old, and I wonder, why haven't I gotten farther along than I have? 40 years ago, if I'd have told you what I expected of me at 67, it would have been much more than I feel like I see now. So maybe you are tempted to think that your desire for spiritual growth and maturity are weak and your meager efforts thwarted. It may, may seem to you there's not the progress there ought to be. But be faithful in the Word. Be faithful to the Word. It will not return to its author void. It will accomplish. It will accomplish the sanctifying, cleansing, strengthening, growing, equipping, God-glorifying purpose for which he has sent it. The success of God's word is assured in the life and ministry of God's pastor and in the life and ministry of God's people. That's the success of Scripture. Scripture is inspired. It is God-breathed. It is infallible because it is God-breathed and is therefore profitable without error. What then is the essence of our text? God has spoken just as certainly as if he had forced breath across his vocal cords. In fact, as our brother Mark Dever has said, you may have seen that quote that we put out, if you want to hear God speak in an audible voice, read your Bible out loud. Not only so, but is also sufficient, adequate. Adequacy is not a, a bad term. So, well, that's adequate. Adequate is enough. What you need to hear from him, you have. What more can he say than to you he has said? Be assured that its success is certain. Be convinced that what you think or feel about God is not of ultimate importance. Say that again. Be convinced that what you, th you think or feel 
about God. It is not of ultimate importance. When backed into a corner by Jesus, Pilate flippantly asked, what is truth? Our Lord has told us, my word is truth. May we hold to it and trust it unwaveringly and in so doing, glorify our great God. Let's pray. Father, help us to believe this, not just say it, not just think it, but to believe it to the point of life-changing reality. Thank you for this truth, this word from you. Help us to trust you more because our belief, our trust glorifies you, gives you the glory you deserve. Help us to do that. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have questions about P4C, visit our website at p4csummit.org or you can email us at info at p4csummit.org. We hope you can join us next week on the P4C podcast as we dive into a new session from Passion for Christ 2021. May God bless you as you seek to passionately live for His glory each and every day.